Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. I I gen I genuinely did not think any she's she has genuinely like overwhelmed my capacity for creativity. I did not imagine anybody could be as irrelevant as Kamala Harris. It's insane. No, she is like negative charisma. What I saw a clip recently Kamala Harris. Dude, I legitimately think that Hillary Clinton is more charismatic. Oh, yeah. Kamala Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Hillary has more baggage than Harris. Um, but I, I genuinely think that, like, in a conversation, Hillary can actually carry herself better. I actually think it's insane. Oh, this clip where she says, do what? I can't believe she said this. Democratic voters who argue, wait a minute, we worked really... What do you say to Democratic voters who argue, wait a minute, we worked really hard to elect... A Democratic president yeah. and vice president. Yeah. Democratic-led House. Yeah. A Democratic-led Senate. Do it now. But do what now? Uh, what now? I mean, we, we need... We Listen, what we did, we extended the child tax credit for the well, first I'm year. Well, I'm sorry, when I say do right? what, yeah. do it now. Yeah. Act uh, legislatively to make abortion rights legal. We feel the same way. It, do it now. Congress needs to do it now in terms of permanently putting in place a, a, a clear indication that it is the law of the land that women have the ability. It's, it's like, it's, it's genuinely almost like she's an op. Like, it's insane how uncharismatic she is. Like, she's so fucking hateable. I can't... How are you not prepared for this question? Yeah, like, this is... How is she not prepared for this question? Like, Roe v. Wade's been overturned. Like, people are, your party's, like, screaming out for you. What, what do you have to say? But do what now? I Look at the way she says it, too. Like, holy fuck, the, the language here. Like, tens of millions of women have lost their fucking abortion rights. And she's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sniff, rubs nose. Do what? Shrug. What? The fuck? Like, it's insane. Yeah, I, like this, it's unbelievable. And look at her. She looks like she's offended to be asked to do her job, too. Like, like indignant. Like, what do you mean? What, me? Represent my constituency? Mm -hmm. The majority report pointed out she's terrified of the word abortion. Won't even say it. Yeah, I don't fucking know, dude. I can't, yeah. One of the causes of Biden's low approval ratings could be how useful Kamala is. No, I really, no, I think that's part of it, yeah. Kamala is so fucking bad, dude. Why is she so inept? I don't know. I honestly think Democrats like her secretly agree with the ruling. Well, uh, Joe Biden's not exactly a big pro-choice advocate himself. Wasn't he literally pushing for the election of a Republican anti-choice candidate just yesterday? Yeah. Biden is nominating an anti-abortion lawyer to become a federal judge because of course he is. Nominate to a lifetime appointment as a federal judge in Kentucky in an alleged deal struck with Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. The deal is done to intend to placate McConnell, who will supposedly pledge to not stall further federal nominations by the Biden White House. What? Mr. Scorpion, 
If I present you this treat, surely you will not sting me as we travel the river. Of course. Scorpion, why are you stinging me? Lol, the scorpion says. Lamau, he says. I love this country. I love Democrats, dude. They're great. Absolutely fantastic. White House sources say Biden's inner circle is concerned certain radial moves in response to Rose reversal could have dire consequences for Democrats in the November midterms. Democrats will always believe that rocking the boat looks bad for them because they're like principally opposed to radical action. So the idea of them like taking charge and getting loud and angry about the revocation of Roe v. Wade, like the White House officials who all grew up on West Wing are thinking like, no, voters won't like it when you're loudly in favor of the things that they like. They want you to be quiet and submissive, as well as undermine public trust in institutions like the Supreme Court. Even when the Supreme Court has people in it who are like claiming that states can set up their official state churches and vaccines are made from aborted fetuses, um, Democrats are unwilling to meaningfully oppose the behavior of the Supreme Court because they don't want to delegitimize it. Essentially, like they don't, they no matter how bad things get, they can never even suggest that the institution might be illegitimate. Can you imagine if Biden picked Warren as VP? Okay, like, I hate Warren and all, but could she have done worse than Kamala Harris? Again, like, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. No, I don't, don't get me wrong. I hate her snake hiss hiss, but like, yeah, no, she, yeah. And I do think that Warren actually does care about some things. I don't think that she's purely a proceduralist, you know? I do think that she actually has some legitimate beliefs that she actually has somewhere in her, you know, head or heart. She'd be loud as hell right now. Well, on Twitter, she certainly sounds a lot more fiery than the fucking executive branch does. Why do you hate Warren? She backstabbed Bernie Sanders during the primaries. Do what now would be a great dono sound? God. I'm so surprised you hate Warren. Nah, dude, fuck her. She backstabbed Bernie. I don't think that her not backstabbing Bernie would have led to him getting the nomination, but I still think it's fucked up. I wonder if I can find that full Kamala Harris CNN. Yeah, 10 minutes. Fuck. Can I emotionally handle this? Vice President, thank you so much for uh, having me here. You were on a plane when the Supreme Court overturned yeah, Roe versus Wade. And I couldn't believe this photo, dude. It is fucking unreal how uncharismatic she is. What do, what do the American people want right after their civil rights are overturned? Me in a private jet looking pensively at a widescreen TV. The highest ranking woman yeah. ever elected in U.S. history. What was going through your mind at that moment? Well, so I was on Air Force Two heading to Aurora, Illinois to talk about maternal health. We were um, with Lauren Underwood with... Okay, I'm just going to spend this entire thing breaking down how fucked up her expressions are. Because it is insane. It's like, what, what's the opposite of, like, uh, a media coach? I feel like... I, I, yeah, I don't know what the opposite of... I'm trying to think of a, an antonym here. The, the fucking... Yeah, I, I have no idea. Me, something, just... <sighs> Talk about maternal health. Like, we're talking about the revocation of Roe v. Wade, a media saboteur, exactly. We're talking about one of the biggest backsteps in civil rights in all of American history.
And look at how she look at how she carries herself. Heading to Aurora, Illinois. On to a, I was going to. I was on a trip. Talk about maternal health. And she's the first thing that she wants to talk about is herself. The first instinct is um, virtue signaling here. Like that's where she goes to. We were um, with Lauren Underwood, with, with the chair of judiciary, Dick Durbin, Senate Judiciary. We were headed there to unveil a plan of, based on the work we've been doing to ensure that women receive the kind of support they need during and- Well, the reporter asked her what she was thinking. I understand, but you have to get like, if you're the vice president, hey, civil rights were overturned. What were you thinking when it happened? And your lead into that is like 10 to 20 seconds of you talking about like gigg like giggling and wiggling your shoulders as you talk about your cool trip where you were totally doing stuff to help. Like there's a degree of gravitas here that is missing. Like there's, it's just very strange the way that she leads into this, you know? Post-pregnancy. And, um, you know, we thought that the decision would come down sometime soon, but not at that moment. And I was shocked. And... Um, you know, it's one thing when you know something's going to happen, it's another thing when it actually happens. You might also notice that she is treating this with the tone and cadence of, like, learning that your favorite brunch place is closed. Yeah, I was going with some friends, and we went down there, and then when we got, we, we realized they had closed down, and we were shocked. I knew they were moving, but, like, yeah, it's genuinely, like, sociopathic. I, like, it, it requires the charismatic knowledge of, like, a fetus-year-old to know, like, Hey, Kamala, huge civil rights rollback. Look serious. And I just actually turned to CNN. Laughing? <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Because um, they actually did it. And, and here's what they did. Acting incredulous that the court actually did the thing that they were given warning they were going to do months ago? I fucking despise her. They actually, oh my god. They, the court actually took a constitutional right that has been recognized for half a century. We had no warning. We had no, it came out of nowhere. We were blindsided. And took it from the women of America. That's shocking when you think about it. Why is she smiling? That's shocking. What is the face that she's doing? It's not really even smiling. It's like, you, but you get what I mean, right? I understand there are going to be people who are like making jokes that this is me being sexist, but I promise you that the stuff she is doing right now is like humanly psychotic. I promise you. You know, yeah, she comes across as patronizing. That's the main thing. Like, yeah, her expressions communicate contempt and patronization. Yeah. When you think about it, in terms of what that means, in terms of democratic principles, in terms of the ideals upon which we were founded about liberty, about freedom, um, you know, I thought about it as, you know, a parent. We have two children who are in their 20s, a son and a daughter. I thought about it as a godparent of teenagers. I thought of it as an aunt of, of, of preschool children. And a woman yourself. And a woman myself. And the daughter of a woman. And a granddaughter of a woman.
As the former student of a female kindergarten teacher, and also my first grade teacher, my fourth grade teacher was also a woman. And, you know, my husband and I are actually talking about it. We have a 23-year-old, and my mother-in-law's in her 80s. Our daughter will not know the rights for the, for the amount of time that my mother-in-law knew these rights, which is the right that, that should be well settled, that a woman should have to make decisions about her own body. And when we think about it, Everyone has something at risk on this. First of all, if you are a parent of sons, do think about what this means. Keep in mind that this deafening rhetoric that you're hearing right now is being delivered by a career politician and somebody who is one of the most powerful people on the planet. This incredible display of rhetorical proficiency that you're seeing right now is being exercised by, ah uh, yes, second in line to the commander-in-chief of the United States of America. You know, really, really acting out here with just the the high level of professionalism that you would get. Yeah, she was a prosecutor. She was a DA. How the fuck do you get convictions with this level of passion? For the life of your son. And what that will mean in terms of the choices he will have. Do think about it in the context of the fact that they they wrote this decision, including you know, concurring opinions, that suggests that other rights, such as the freedom to make decisions about when you were going to start a family, the freedom and the right to make... Why is she smiling so much? Because she has no emotional attachment to anything that's happening right now. All of this, I just, I feel like all of this is like pre-programmed. Like, it's just, she just, like, she knew this was going to happen, and she just, she might be high? I have no idea. It's insane. Make decisions about contraception, IUDs, um, what this is going to mean in terms of in vitro fertilization. Well, let me ask you about that, because yeah. Justice Thomas, this is what you're referring to, did right. write a concurring opinion saying the court should reconsider other cases. Like, seriously, this is such a slam dunk, dude. The opposition party, we're in a lead-in to the 2022 midterms, and the opposition party's judicial electeds, or sorry, elected judiciary, appointed judiciary, the appointed judiciary of your opponents just engaged in probably the most severe revocation of civil rights in American history. This is such a slam dunk, dude. How, how did you, hey, Miss Kamala Harris, Miss President Vice, my, my Vice President, how did you feel when you heard this? Um, you know, just simple shit, man. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I saw the news. I mean, we all knew this was going to happen, but somehow some part of me just privately hoped against all hope that they wouldn't go through with this. They wouldn't actually take away rights that had become accustomed to myself and my daughters and to my parents, and now all the women who are going to die as a product of this, all the in vitro, uh, or, or, you know, ectopic pregnancies, all of the miscarriages that are going to have to be treated as abortions to rid the, you know, uh, dead fetus from their womb, you know, all these people, these deaths are in the hands of the Republicans. Like, th th just like, it's not difficult, you know? Like, it's a really obvious, like, Hundreds of millions of people have had their rights stripped. Mock the Republicans, you know? Like, 
hey, you know, like you may be living a hundred years in the past, but Americans have had enough of it and we're not going to take it sitting down. You're going to lose badly in the midterms and it's because you've dramatically overestimated how willing the women of America are to deal with your shit. Like she could be, I don't know, passionate about it? Maybe? I don't know. Like anything? Po anything at all? Maybe? Possibly? Uh, of precedent to protect same-sex marriage, contraception, uh, intimacy right. and more. Do right. you think that the Supreme Court is on a path to reverse those as well? I definitely believe this is not over. I do. I think he just said the quiet part out loud. And I think that is why we all must really understand the significance of what just happened. This is profound. God, this, this charisma. Oh, God. I would, I would she could lead me anywhere. I would die in battle for her. And, and, and the way that this decision has come down has been so driven, I think, by the politics of the issue versus what should be the values that we place on, on freedom and liberty in our country, right? The right to privacy. Um, let's think of this in the context of the laws that are being passed in states. Dana, in 13 states, by my count, they will not allow a woman to have access to reproductive health and to an abortion if she is the victim of rape or incest. So let me tell you something. As a former prosecutor who specialized in crimes of violence against women and girls, in particular child sexual assault and rape, this, this feels like listening to a school counselor, just like in a room talking to you about how you need to get your grades up or you can't go on the summer field trip or some shit. Her gestures are weightless and unconvincing. Her cadence, the topic of her speech is lacking in drama. Yeah, it, it, she, it really, it really like comes across like she wants to be some kind of like reserved intellectual, but she's not smart or charismatic enough. So it just looks like. Jesus. The idea that after a woman has endured such violence to her body. That she would not have the freedom. And authority to decide whether she wanted to continue with a pregnancy that is a result of an act of violence is absolutely unthinkable. So be, because you are now the vice president of the United States, part of, yeah. uh, of an administration that is pledging to fight back to yeah. find ways to protect yeah. uh, women's What the fuck is this, by the way? Do pe people know that when you do that, it makes you look insufferable, right? Pledging to fight back to yeah. find ways yeah. to protect uh, women's rights to abortion. I want to ask you some of the things that are kind of out there that some of your former female uh, senators, uh, Senate colleagues, sure. are asking the administration to do. Uh, will the administration actively challenge state laws that make it a crime for someone to help a woman travel to another state for an abortion? So the president um, rightly last week when the decision came down indicated that it quite unambiguously that we will do everything within our power as an administration through the executive branch to ensure that women have access to the medication they need, um, which has been, by the way, FDA approved, 
and that they will have freedom of travel and that that travel should be unrestricted. And you're going to do that through the courts if need be? I, I am sure that, that, that our Department of Justice is going to do that based on every statement that the Attorney General has made. Can the administration expand? So the answer is no. And abortion access or abortion services on federal land, meaning provide the access on federal land that might be in and around states that ban abortion? I think that what is most important right now is that we ensure that the restrictions that the states are trying to put up um, that would prohibit a woman from exercising what we still maintain is her right, that we do everything we can to empower women to not only seek but to receive the care where it is available. Is a federal land uh, one of those options? I mean, it's not right now what we are discussing, but I will say that when I think about what is happening in terms of the states... How fucking based would that be? If, uh, how fucking based would it be? Can you you imagine my president, if all these state anti-abortion laws get passed, you know, Joe Biden gets on, gets on stage, gets in front of the television, you know, gets in front of the cameras. He's like, all right, Jack, you can do what you want. But uh, 11.9% of your state's federal land, Jack. And he sets up fucking military-controlled abortion centers on federal land, like reserved for logging or like the national parks or whatever, in states with uh, state abortion laws, and then um, uses the uh, DOJ to keep states from prosecuting anyone who goes to those for, uh, for abortions. God, that'd be so fucking based. I literally do, I genuinely do think that you could get away with that too. Like, obviously Republicans would declare it a coup, but I do think the federal government does have the ability to treat federal land as they will, and federal land does have legal provisions that are, well, federal, you know? Yeah. Um, and they could just have the military there. Have it run as like a fucking local triage. Dude, can you imagine? What are all of our fucking um, National Guard medics for, if not shit like this? How based would that be? God, that'd be good. But yeah, it's not going to happen. What about native land? Native land isn't under federal control. That's up to the natives. Doesn't the Hyde Amendment prevent that? Hyde Amendment is a legislative provision barring the use of federal funds to pay for abortion except to save the life of a woman. Well, it could be it could be like not the um, the federal government sets it up themselves, but rather they give permission for like Planned Parenthood to set up there or something. I'm sure there'd be a way around that. Even if it's only done to save the life of the woman or if it's from incest or rape, I still think like that would be better than nothing, right? Yeah. Yeah, true. We did recently override native sovereignty. So I guess we can just we can just capitalize on that, get in there and build some fucking abortion clinics on there while we have the chance. National Guard is regulated by state governor. Or not. The um the National Guard can be called by the state governor, but they're ultimately um they're ultimately controlled by the um the uh, uh the uh, uh federal government. They can be called in for martial law, but I think they're ultimately answerable to the federal government. The state uh the state uh, governor has the state guard they can call in, but if the state guard ever marched on federal land to fight with federal officers, that actually would be, that wouldn't just, that wouldn't just be a coup, folks. That would be fucking high treason secession shit right there. Can you imagine? A patch of federal land with a Planned Parenthood on it being guarded by, uh, 
by yeah by federal soldiers being marched on by state whoo i hope it happens like that you know why because that would be uh republican state militias against the full force of the federal government's national guard and military that would be a um that would be a short conflict way down south in the land of traitors rattlesnakes and alligators right away right away right away right away right away we have to also recognize dana that we are 130 odd days away from an election which is going to include Senate races, right? P part of the issue here is that the court has acted, now Congress needs to act. But we, if you count the votes, don't appear to have the votes in the Senate. Well, there's an election happening in 130 odd days. I'm taking, for example, thinking of, of a Senate race in Georgia or in North Carolina. There's a the Senate race coming up just in a couple weeks in Colorado. And we need to change the balance and have pro-choice legislators who Biden goes on immediately to appoint a Republican anti-choice um, ju uh, judge for a lifetime appointment. Have the power to make decisions about whether this constitutional right will be in law, right? We say codified, mm -hmm. put it in law so that there will be no ambiguity about it. And I want to ask you about that in one second. Okay. Just a couple of more. And she's making such a compelling. Um, that didn't happen, Vosh. You're falling for GOP tricks with that shit. Uh, Am I? I don't think I am. The only thing Biden's done recently that was based in red pilled was the um this fucking gay ass butt lord finally is talking about removing the filibuster to protect abortion rights. Biden to support ending filibuster to protect abortion rights. So that I mean this is still like nothing. This is like this is like step one on a gigantic staircase. Like this is the this is like the first ladder rung on the grand fucking trip. Yeah, it's too little too late. What this does mean though, if they keep with it, is that they could potentially do something if they had more senators in the uh in the Senate. It's just uh he also said it's for the sake of privacy and not healthcare Vosh, but it's something. Well, Biden wouldn't wanna Get his constituency all hopeful about getting good health care. He hasn't nominated yet. He wants to. Oh, plans to nominate anti-abortion judge. Well, yeah. Questions, because what I'm hearing, and you probably are too, is what can this Democratic administration do right now with any executive power that the president has? Yeah. Uh, can the administration actually increase access to medication abortion? I think we're pretty clear that to the extent that we can, we will. There's no question about that because, again, it is... To the extent that we can, we will is such a meaningless statement. Then tell us what you can do. You, you notice that Republicans never talk like this, by the way, ever? When has Trump ever said this? Trump, do you want to, I don't know, like kill all Mexicans and Jews? Maybe, I don't know. Um, well, we'll see what we can do. We'll do the best that we want to the extent of our ability. No, he's just like, yeah, of course. We'll do it so good. We'll 
FDA approved. And if it is prescribed, if it, it, that, that a woman should be able to have access to it unfettered. And what about the idea of financial resources, mm -hmm. some form of voucher for travel, child care services, other forms of support for people, yeah. for women seeking abortions? in states where it's not legal, right. but they just don't have the means to go elsewhere. I think you're asking a, a very important point, making a very important point, which is what are the details that are going to go into ensuring that women have the ability to actually uh, travel um, without impairment and we- So that abortion fucking subsidization, that can only be done by going through legislation. Uh, it would, however, not have to go through the filibuster. It could just go 50-50. Um, but they would never do it. We know that on this issue, women who have access to resources will probably be far less impacted by this decision than women who don't have resources. So this is something that we are looking at because we know, for example, in terms of how this is going to actually impact real people, over half of women... She's afraid of saying the word abortion, all euphemisms. Yeah. Even though only like one third of the country supports revoking Roe v. Wade, Democrats are still tiptoeing around this because like anything even approaching open aggressive support for the rights of pregnant people is um is just like considered too off the wall for them. Yeah, a lot of them are religious too. Joe's a Catholic, you know. Women who, who receive abortions. She also hasn't mentioned a single time this is Republicans' fault as well. Yeah, that's the real thing that's missing here. She's not castigating the Republicans at all. Isn't that fucking insane? It's literally like hundreds of millions of Americans have had their rights removed. And she's just like, yeah, we'll do what we can. You know, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> like, that's it. She should be screaming about them. She should be describing in detail what an ectopic, ectopic, ectopic pregnancy does to a person's body if not addressed. She should talk about anecdotes of 12-year-olds being raped by their dads and being forced to carry to term in Alabama. Why not? Uh, it's not civil. Oh, yeah. So, well, I can't wait to civilly die. I cannot wait to perish in a civil fashion. In America, our moms. That means that if they're going to have to travel, they've got to find daycare and pay for it. It means that they will, if they are working, Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. When I just said this, I didn't think there was an actual example. Mississippi, not Alabama. But there you go. 12-year-old incest victim should birth dad's child, House Speaker Gunn says. Oh, there you go. This is the ammunition that uh, Kamala Harris has at her disposal. Well, at the time of this interview, this exact thing hadn't been said yet. But, you know, this is the kind of thing that's out there. She could, she could be using this. She could be talking about this. She could talk about how historically um, abortion rights were respected. She could talk about how in um, uh, uh, America originally, in the post-founding days, abortion was widely practiced. She could talk about how abortion is considered legitimate and um, moral in all three major Abrahamic religions. Uh, the Jews, Christians, and the Muslims all have either provisions for abortion uh, or make no mention of life beginning at um, contraception. She could talk about how the modern rise of um, anti-choice advocacy from the right has only really been a product of um, the rise of suffragette and feminist um, you know, political power. Oh, sorry. 
uh, conception, not contraception. This shit makes me tired, man. This makes me really fucking tired. Um, you know, she, she could point out the fact that nobody really cared about this in the way they currently do up until it became a political priority for the right to suppress women's, uh, you know, political power. She could talk about all these things. She could scream about them, but she doesn't. Working, which most are, they're going to have to have time from work. And if they don't have paid leave, they're going to have to figure out how to afford it. It means that they may have to put up money for a train or a bus or a plane, much less a hotel. And so we want to make sure that there does not result um, extreme disparities or any disparities based on who can receive care based on how much money they've got. And you heard her talk about the election coming up in 2022. And Pamela, I asked her what I'm hearing from a lot of Democrats. I'm sure you are as well, which is, wait a minute, we... Wait, where's the clip? Where's the clip? Oh, wait, did we pass it and I just blanked out? The one that we saw initially on Twitter? I just blanked out? Okay, that's, yeah. Oh, God, it's split up into multiple... There will be women who have babies who uh, don't have the means to support the babies. Will the federal government act at all to increase support there? I'm so glad you raised that point, because I'm going to say this. And here is the abject, obvious hypocrisy. Those people who say that they do not want to allow a woman to choose to make the decision with her priest, with her rabbi, with her pastor, that instead the government is going to interfere and make the decision for her. Those same people are the ones who voted against the extension of the child tax credit. The same ones who voted against a tax cut for families to pay for child care. The same ones who are voting against paid family leave. The same ones who vote against putting resources into public schools. I just, I said I was doing the work on maternal mortality. We're pushing to say that, for example, Medicaid should be extended. She won't name anything. You have to have context to even understand what the fuck she's saying. You have to, you have to go into a, 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 the, the fucking the revocation of our civil rights. Vice President speaking days after. We have to get in here with a goddamn fucking ledger with a key on the side so that we can figure out what she means when she vaguely gestures at the parties and acts involved for postpartum care from two months to 12 months. Can, These are the same people who reject the notion of expansion of Medicaid. Can the president do any of what you just talked about with his pen, without Congress? Uh, listen, we have, as a democracy, invested in Congress an incredible amount of power. And so no. Fuck, dude. Democrat-controlled executive branch, which under Trump somehow was able to do a bunch of shit, can you do anything? Well, you know, which, which just, it's not that simple. And, and specifically the power to create laws. And so we are going to require and depend on Congress to see this through, which means we do need to have the numbers in Congress who are willing to say that they stand for supporting women in every way, including women and, and men as parents, so and all of the cost of being a parent. So let me ask you about that. You're saying now, the president said, that this fall, Roe is on the ballot. But what do you say to Democratic voters who argue, go. wait a minute, we worked really hard to elect 
a Democratic president yeah. and vice president, yeah. Democratic-led House, yeah. a Democratic-led Senate. Do it now. But do what now? Uh, what now? I mean, we, we need, we, listen, what we did, we extended the child tax credit for the well, first I'm year. Well, I'm sorry, when I say right? do what, yeah. do it now, yeah. act uh, legislatively to make abortion rights legal. We feel the same way. It, do it now. Congress needs to do it now in terms of permanently putting in place a, a, a clear indication that it is the law. Can you do something? I agree completely. Someone should do something. Congress needs to act immediately, and only through your votes and donations can we ensure that they may be in a position to possibly might be able to do something about the thing I won't name against the people I won't recognize of the land that women have the ability and the right to make decisions about their reproductive care and the government does not have the right to make those decisions for a woman. So one of the ways you can do it, okay. obviously, one of the, the only way that is uh, legislatively, procedurally possible mm -hmm. is by doing away with the filibuster on this issue. Uh, President Biden told my colleague Anderson Cooper he would be okay with eliminating the filibuster to pass voting rights and, quote, maybe more. Would you support eliminating the filibuster in order to pass federal legislation for abortion rights? Right now, given the current composition of the Senate, the votes aren't there. But and would you so use that's the bully what, pulpit to but, say, yes, I support it? Well, well, here's the thing. Notice, notice how at no point in her arguments, or I don't even know if you can call these arguments, does she even acknowledge the possibility that she can influence the decision-making of people in the legislature? Do you know what Trump did? Trump bullied his entire party into falling in line. Do I know for a fact that Biden and Kamala would be able to get the Democrats in line? No, I admit I don't. I don't know how it would go. I do know, however, that they're not fucking trying and that they don't do anything to get their voters excited either. Look at Trump's attempts to get elected with his manipulative email campaigns, his dishonest and deceitful fundraising, his insanely fear-mongering speeches. And you know what? We're fighting over the world here. It works. Meanwhile, these two have an actual cause worth defending, and they're nothing. They're dead fish. They do nothing. Absolutely nothing. I, I understand what the, why you're asking the question, but the reality of it is we don't even get to really answer that in terms of whether it happens or not if we don't have the numbers in the Senate. And again, that's why I keep coming back to the importance of an election that is only 130-odd days away, because it really does matter. I said the, the insane thing is, even this type of weakness could be responded to so much better. Like, hey, prompt, Kamala, what do you say? Would you be willing to support removing the filibuster in order to, uh, in order to uh, pass federal guarantee for abortion access? And then Kamala Harris can just be like, listen, if we get rid of the filibuster right now, I legitimately don't know if we'll have the votes to do it. I don't know if every single person, every independent and Democrat with us is willing to vote to those lines. I will do everything in my power to convince them to do so. And 
to hold the Republican senators to account, to try to bring sense to any one of them, to get them to understand the gravity of the harm they're doing. But while I'm working to do that, everyone else needs to work to make this job a little bit easier. If we had just one more, you know, like, Democratic senator, just anything, like, pitch, a call to action. All she's doing right now is sitting there, like, oh yeah, I know why you want good things to happen, but they actually can't. We can't. We're too weak. Sorry. Like, maybe vote more blue or something. I don't know. Sorry. As the, as the vice president, therefore the president of the Senate. I was in the Senate for four years representing the state of California. And if you don't have the votes... You can't move anything. We've seen countless examples, sadly, of that. This Senate, in the current composition, would not pass voting rights legislation. Right. I sat in the chair when the Women's Health Act was on the floor for a vote, and we didn't have the votes to get it passed on the issue of Roe, of, of reproductive health care. So the numbers are not there, the and, and we there, can't de-emphasize the significance of but that. as the Vice President, as the President of yeah. the Senate, do you have a position on... I know you don't have a vote on it, but do you have a position on whether the filibuster should be eliminated? I think us? the president has spoken on that issue. And well, he the, said oh, and more. He kind of left the door open. Is this where he was leaving the door open to? I think that he has been clear about where we stand on, on this issue. Fuck me, dude. Holy shit. She literally can't say anything. She's like smiling too. Like she's like, why are you asking me? So fucking condescending of reproductive health and what the president and our administration have within our toolkit to do. And so, so far, that's what we've been pursuing. You were a senator when justices, now justices Gorsuch and Kavanaugh testified about many issues, including obviously Roe yeah. and their confirmation hearings. Now Justice Gorsuch said it had been reaffirmed many times. Kavanaugh called it precedent on precedent. At that particular hearing, you were there. Some senators say that they intentionally misled the public and the Congress. What do you think? I never believed them. I didn't believe them. That's why I voted against them. Do you think that there's anything to be done now? I mean, there's no, they were under oath. I think that Listen, it, it was clear to me when I was sitting in that chair as a member of the Senate Judiciary Committee that they were not, um, that, that, that they were very likely to do what they just did. That was my perspective, that was my opinion, and that's why I voted like I did. Big picture. Do you worry? Cool. Do Dems want to lose seats? Yes. Uh, yeah. I first of all, I like how this contradicts the uh, speech that she gave at the very beginning of this, where she said she was kind of shocked they actually went through with it. I get so did you see it coming all along, or did you not? You know, um, yeah, uh, just would you have talked about it? You know, do you want to like expand on that and maybe comment on the allegation that Republicans are all liars? Is there anything you want to do? Maybe is there something you want to say? Like what? Nothing at all. Just yeah, I never believed them. That's it. Teehee. about two Americas now mm. because of the patchwork of different states having different laws. Now that Roe v. Wade is no longer. It is. It is true though that there's nothing that can be done with like accusations of perjury 
uh, with them under oath under the trial. You can't, there's no way legally you could ever get someone for perjury because in the trial they said they think that Roe v. Wade is well-established precedent and then later they write against it. Like, you can legitimately just change your opinion over that course of time. It would, you, you could never perjure someone because of a belief they hold now contradicting belief they held years ago. Longer law of the land. I don't believe we have two Americas. I believe that when you look at an issue, for example, like abortion and Roe, the majority of Americans support the right of a woman to make decisions about her body. Um, when you look at something like the issue of the need for reasonable gun safety laws, the majority of people, including one of the numbers I've seen, the majority of gun owners agree. So if the majority believe this, wouldn't that mean there was another minority group the people who don't agree and they would be their own America because that's what people mean when they say two Americas, that there are two groups with wildly different opinions. Can you imagine how fucking based it would be if she was like, yeah, we do have two Americas right now and we try to lead for both halves, but Republicans only want to lead for theirs. We want to represent the rights of all Americans. They want to trample over the rights of all Americans if it's to the perceived political benefit of their half. They want uh, a, a minority rule over the majority. We want rule of all. Like, but no, she can't do that because that that would require like indicating that there's any kind of civil conflict in America at all. That would require acknowledging the, uh, the the tumultuous state of our you know system. That would require literally anything. But she can't do that. So, we should have reasonable gun safety laws. So I don't buy into the idea that we have two Americas. What does concern me is that the rhetoric that you see um, among certain elected officials is actually not representative of where the people actually are. And we need to... Then why do they win elections, Kamala? Then why do they win the elections? Why do they get voted? And what, and what do you mean, who? Say Republicans! What is this? Um, among certain elected officials is actually not representative. Certain elected, she she sounds she sounds like a she sounds like a fucking shy Mormonite anime mom trying to give the birds and the bees talk to her son. Like, well, sometimes when some people like each other, they do some things with their bodies, and that's how you get children. Of where the people actually are. And we need to listen to where the people actually are. The vast majority of people, I think, have so much more in common than what separates them. And they want, um, they want us to, to, to lead in terms of those who hold elected offices in a way that is reflective of their, their daily needs and their priorities. So, for example, supporting parents with a tax cut for childcare expenses, which we have done as an administration. After a 20-minute interview where you're indignantly insisting there's basically nothing you can do after the Republicans manage to revoke civil rights that by your admission the majority of Americans want, you lead into talking about what your administration has done, even though it's barely relevant and it's been like a year since it happened. Disgu literally fucking disgusting. Absolutely fucking vile.
extending the child tax credit so that as we did in the first year we brought down child poverty by almost half doing the work of saying we are going to focus on an issue like maternal mortality because rural women black women native women are almost equally impacted in terms of the disparities of those outcomes that's what people want speaking of um, disparities weak and useless appeal to identity politics this it is true that basically anything bad that happens to a large group of people will happen worse to less privileged sub member groups in that group you know um but there's absolutely no reason to turn this into some kind of like fucking id pull back and forth when it's a ubiquitous right that's been ubiquitously removed and just like who, who is going to be in favor of the revocation of Roe versus Wade? And then they hear, oh, but it'll disproportionately affect Native women on, on indigenous grounds. And then they'll go, oh, wait, maybe this is bad. Find me that voter. They, they don't exist. It's virtue signaling. Overall anxiety. I want yeah. to ask you about the economy. Yeah. yeah. There is a lot of anxiety. Yeah. about the economy. People's wallets are really being hurt mm -hmm. uh, right now. Gas prices, as you well know, yeah. they're still near about... Holy fuck, dude. Guys, even my wallet is being hurt. Thanks to the donos, guys. Keep it up. Maybe a little bit more today. Thank you. Um, even my wallet is getting hurt. I went fucking grocery shopping the other day, and my favorite chocolates, my Dove Dark Chocolates, were $11 for a bag of them. What the fuck? Holy shit. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like the end times there. Jesus Christ. Yeah, $11. Yeah. What size bag? They're like the little they're like the little squares. There are maybe like 20 or 30 in there in total. Uh how much are they usually? They they were like 6.99 the last time I went in there. Yeah. Like it 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 like went up by like 70% in price, dude. Holy shit. You're an elitist, bro. Every working man eats Hershey's. I, yeah, I mean, I know Dove's a little more expensive than Hershey's, but it's hardly like top shelf stuff, you know? Jesus Christ. Car insurance is 400 in Detroit. Oh, just do what I do and not have car insurance. That's a joke. It's a crime to not have car insurance. I have it. Four is more than half of so. Yes. Uh, in my country, they removed the price tags because the prices increased too much. What? Wait. What country? Are they just turning the fucking grocery shopping experience into a, 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 a fucking hellish surprise party? You're, you're like grabbing a bag of rice and lentils, you know, and you're at the... Ding, 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 ding. You're bankrupt. Like, you like break down sobbing at the register. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. You're woefully unprepared for the rationing. Yeah, guys, not, not to like... Not to not to try to make you guys panic, or whatever. You know those those companies that'll sell you like emergency prep shit or whatever, like the emergency, the emergency ration, whatever. Fuck that shit. Okay, you don't need any of that. However, if you ever wanted, no, not the MREs, those disgusting like buckets, the buckets. You know, sometimes you'll see like pastors advocate for them, or like Tim Pool or whatever. The, this, the paste buckets? Yeah. Prepper food bucket. Yeah, shit like this. Where it's like some weight gain protein slurry. Okay? I don't trust any of this bullshit, alright? Fuck all this, okay? But that being said, I'm just gonna say, guys, 
now would not be the worst time to buy, like, a lot of rice and beans. You know? And maybe, like, a little gas burner. You know those little gas burners? Like, it's like a little mini oven, and you hook it up to, like, a propane tank, and it allows you, like, basically a functioning oven for a while? That kind of thing? Yeah. Like, camp grill type stuff? Yeah. You're going to cause a run on rice? There's gonna be a run on rice, Tempest. I'm just saying folks should get on it before everyone else does. Now, it's a little bit more expensive, but I really like the, um... What is it called? Havarti rice? I really like the Havarti rice. The, uh, medium grain rice? That shit's so much tastier than long rice. No, I don't think it's Havarti. It's something else. Havarti means something else. No, yeah, Havarti's a cheese. A Calros! Calros! Sorry. Where did I get Havarti from? Sorry, I'm hungry. Calros rice. Calros rice. Calros rice is my shit. Wouldn't you want a rice that cooks with minimal energy and water? Yeah, I'm not exactly a survival specialist. You probably shouldn't listen to me. $5 a gallon. Yeah. The president said he wanted a gas tax holiday. It doesn't seem like it's going anywhere in Congress. Mm -hmm. What else is in your toolbox? Is there anything else you can do to help bring down the cost of gas. Yeah, well, first of all, let's just say that this is this is a very real issue, and um, we have to is do it? something about it. And it's one. God, give me the strength to not fed post, dude. Holy fuck! I can't. I cannot believe the vice president. Hey, our economy is imploding. What What do you have to say about this? Well, I believe it's a very real issue. We should really do something about it. You know, just smiles. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't elaborate one of our highest priorities as an administration. So there is the piece that is about gas and bringing down the cost of gas, which in large part has exploded because of Putin's war in Ukraine. The president is in Europe right now talking as he has been to bring our allies and partners together so we can have a common defense around what we believe to be democratic principles around sovereignty and territorial integrity. Um, but there are other things we need to do. And so, for example, bringing down the cost of prescription drugs. One of, we are fighting to say something like- Why not mention the fact that you had an anti-gas price gouging bill die in the Senate because of the Republicans? None of the Republicans voted on it. Why not implicate the Republicans as being complicit in the high gas prices? What? They can't, she can't do it. She cannot attack them. This is malicious incompetence. This is, like, th like you want to bring liberals over to the far left? Show them this. Show them this video that'll be made into a segment. This is your leader. This is what they get. This is your controlled opposition. They will do nothing. Absolutely nothing. She is so cowardly, she will not even name them. She will not even name the Republicans. Insulin should cost no more than $35 a month. Um, we are fighting to say that we should have a, a affordable childcare so that families, working families, shouldn't pay more than 7% of their income in childcare. But that has, you've been fighting for that since and we're day gonna one. And we fighting for that. But now. <laughs> oh my fucking God, dude. Childcare. But that has, you've been fighting for that since day one. And we're gonna keep fighting for that. But now. In, in um, that's not really relevant. Also, you've been saying this for years now. And we're going to keep saying it. Inflation is, is really high. Are you concerned about a recession? The administration said um, that they weren't, weren't that worried about, the in, about inflation, and mm -hmm. then 
that changed? I think that there can be no higher priority than what we have been clear is our highest priority, which is bringing down the costs and the prices as much as we possibly can. And we will stay focused on that. I just want to ask you quickly. Sure. About the, the way she says shit, man. Worried about, the in, about inflation and mm -hmm. then that changed. I think that there can be no higher priority. There can be no higher priority. Than what we have been clear is our highest priority, which then what we have been clear is our highest priority. Which is bringing down the costs. Which is bringing down the costs. Dramatic pause. And the prices. As and the prices. As much as we possibly can. And we will. As much as we possibly can. Stay focused on that. And we will stay focused on that. What? The actual fuck? No, no. Not just the costs, folks, okay? The costs and the prices. I want to ask you quickly sure. about January 6th. Okay. You are a prosecutor yeah. uh, by training mm -hmm. and by... This is legitimately Trump-tier babbling? No! Trump-tier babbling is competent. You might think that Trump is a, a clownish moron, and he is, don't get me wrong, but he was a clownish moron painted in the right direction. Trump, when he was speaking in front of a camera, would attack his enemies, make passionate cases for the things that he believed in. The things he believed in may have been fucking psychotic, but that is something that politicians should be expected to do. I do not think that I am being unfair in asking the leaders of the Democratic Party to passionately advocate for the political positions that they're supposed to be representing. I don't think that's unreasonable. I think that's a very standard baseline for being the most powerful people on earth. You know, I think it's okay to expect that much of our leaders at least. Lots of experience. Mm -hmm. Based on the evidence presented so far in the January 6th hearings, would you bring criminal charges against the former president, Donald Trump? Get ready. You know what? I haven't seen the interview. I haven't pre-watched. Get ready to be radicalized. I'm, I, I could be wrong, but yeah. As a former prosecutor, I never comment on another prosecutor's case. <laughs> I understand that. The former vice president, Mike Pence, has your opinion... Thanks. ...opinion of him changed? Well, I think that he did his job that day. And I commend him for that, because clearly... He was complicit in the coup up until the last millisecond. He was in line with it at every stage beforehand, and the only reason he backed out was because he got cold feet. Um, it was under extraordinary circumstances that he should not have had to face. And I commend him for having the courage to, to do his job. Last question. I know we're out of time. Sure. Uh, your friend, the... Congressman Jim Clyburn said last week. Yep. The only direct references that she gave to any Republicans in this entire speech right here in a follow-up to Republicans revoking Roe v. Wade was saying that she wouldn't comment on whether Trump deserved charges against him and believed that Pence did the right thing after getting cold feet in the, in the, in the, in the 11th hour of a coup attempt. That if President Biden doesn't seek re-election, you would be first on his list in 2024. Have you talked to President Biden about re-election? And what do you say to Congressman Clyburn? Joe Biden is running for re-election and I will be his ticket mate. Full stop. Full stop. That's it.
Madam Vice President, thank you. Thank you, Dana. We're never going to escape. We're never going to escape. We're never going to be free.